All right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best, you got the best. Now close your eyes. You're about to be podcast. Welcome back to your podcast. I'm Ken Mills, and as usual, I'm joined by Gary Schaller. Welcome back to your podcast, Gary. I, if I, I could be anywhere, this is where I would want to be. You sad, pathetic human. No, I'm, <laughs> that's great. That's great. I'm glad that you're here. And we'd like to send a shout out to the wonderful Julian Gill. He, uh, he brought us back. He brought us back, Gary, we, the, with the last episode that we had. Uh, that was really great. Julian Couldn't actually edited it. edited that and made it happen, and it was very cool. And you know, you just very grateful for Julian. And uh, if you do not watch the Kiss FAQ podcast, you know, there's a lot of podcasts that are visual now. Like I've never yeah. understood why anyone would want to look at us. You know what I mean? But whatever, we are we are powerful and attractive men. You know. But exactly. But the thing is, is that uh, that's one show that I can actually stand to watch. Is is they're their entertaining? Show. Yeah, they're very entertaining, and there's a good friendship level there. You know, kind of like what I think you and I try to fake. So it's it's I good. <laughs> what was that verb? <laughs> but uh, check out the Kiss FAQ podcast. They do a lot of great stuff and. It's just great. You know, we've always said that it's all the same show in a way. Every Kiss podcast is pretty much the same show. It's it's fans who hopefully care about one another more, you know, care about the band as well. You know, uh, that it's it's all the same kind of a thing. And, uh, you know, so we we welcome it. And seriously, highest recommendation. Check that show out. And we come to you because. We have been summoned by the elders. Kiss themselves. They're they're elders at this point, right? So uh, I would I would say. Yeah, yeah. They recently did the Howard Stern show. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because whether you like Howard Stern or not, you know, people some people hate Howard Stern, right? And they were they would they wouldn't want Kiss to besmirch their name and go on the evil Howard Stern show. And Yet here we are, you know, Kiss knew where to go to get the most bang for their buck, right? It worked. It definitely worked. And uh, so now we have, you know, Paul said about the end of the road tour that they just keep laying new stretches of highway. It's just, it's never ending. This is the tour that never ends. Yeah. But guess what? There has now been an official last couple of dates and it the the whole magilla winds up in madison square garden which is really something that kiss fans have always wanted this to be a thing look uh, there are two venues that you would think uh at least within the contiguous united states of america right there are two venues that you could think of kiss wrapping it up at one would be cobo hall yeah Right. Where there's a lot of significance. Uh, And and the other would be and really has to be Madison Square Garden. If they were if it was an international show, maybe Budokan, if that that I don't know if that still exists or if it would be like Tokyo Dome or something. I don't know. Or or like Sydney, Adelaide. 
But in the United States, it's either going to be Detroit or New York. And it's it, it ought to be New York. And I'm glad that it hopefully is New York. Well, you know, I think it really comes down to, you know, not even so much that they played it there back, you know, on the Destroyer tour or all these other tours. I think it really comes down to that that was like the goal. That was something yes. they could see from the street level, if you will. I'm not saying that they came out of like, you know, the popcorn and said, there's Madison Square Garden. But like when Peter rented the limousine and said, this is it, you know, yeah. back it, when they didn't have the money to rent a limousine. It doesn't, it has to tug at the heart a little bit. It does for me. You know, this is no, no BS, but this is one of those tug at the heart strings. This is a, kind this of isn't a thing. just a, a sound bite. That's right. So Your internet typewriter. <laughs> but it, it was, it was what they could look up from street level and kiss was a street level band at that time. Yes. Yeah. No matter what they became, you know, um, like one of the things that I've heard about, you know, Howard Stern, people didn't want Kiss to go on Howard Stern because he's become Hampton Howie. You know what I mean? That like he started out as this shock jock who kind of has evolved slightly a little bit. And now he's Hampton Howie, you know, and that kind of also parallels the Kiss kind of thing. Remember, they used to be a street New York band and right. then they eventually all wound up moving out to L.A., and, you know, they are what they are, you know, so I I need to tell you a story. Speaking of this, it's it's it is uh, Jermaine and Tito and and the uh, rest not, of the Jacks, but not Michael. OK, so uh, my friend Sasha Ashenbrand, a fabulous psychologist from in New York City, sent me a text exchange, a, a picture of a text exchange that she had with her friend Dave. Dave lives in New in, in Los Angeles. Apparently, Dave was walking his dog and on, on a hike, on a trail, and ran into Gene Simmons. I think this is true because why would this not be true? Right. Plus, we've seen him hike with his dogs and right. stuff. So I'll read. I'll, so she sent me this text. She said, for you, a group chat from my brother. Dave is his friend from high school. Okay. So Dave says, only in L.A. I just received life advice from Gene Simmons while out on a hike with my dog. His friend Brad replied, never get married, always get your tongue lengthened. Uh, and he's, and Dave said, no, he was walking two very big, well-behaved dogs. I asked him if he trained them. He said, he made a fist and said, of course. His advice was, quote, you must always control your dog or your dog will walk you. He also said, after my dog was sniffing one of his dog's butts, quote, I thought I was the only one that still did that. <laughs> I believe that to be 100% true. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I really I would what? love to meet Gene Simmons. Did you want to sniff the dog's butt? I, oh, well, yeah, that's envy. Jealousy. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but I <laughs> – who wouldn't want that encounter? It's such a fabulous, uh, totally believable story. I love it. That's you know? wonderful. That's cool. You know, that's to me the like the softening, right, of a hard-edged dude, right? Like Gene Simmons isn't going to be – taking a hike in Los Angeles with his two well-behaved dogs saying, we're going to play at the Daisy. Yeah. Right. He's going to be like a 70 something year old dude. Who's mellowed out a lot. Right. 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 And that's, that's how this goes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So the final date or dates have been announced for the end of the road tour. Yeah. 
And this is something that we've dreamt about, feared, uh, hoped for, didn't ever want to see. You know, I'm I'm just giving like all the range of things over the years that Kiss fans have uh, pontificated on or thought, you know, or expressed, expressed. Can I can I can I throw a wrench in the cot and the whatever? Sure. I I did I do want to see it. I I have wanted. And we'll talk about this, right? Mm-hmm. But I have wanted a, a this is our final show announcement, and I've wanted a final Kiss concert, not because I don't adore Kiss, uh, and not because uh, I don't still have a good time when I get the opportunity to to see them. I just think it's such an incredible story. I, it's such a lovely, it's been such an incredible ride to be on, uh, and I think it ought to end. Right. Just like, you know, things, things that wrap up uh, amazingly. I think of what was the second um, Christ, uh, not I don't remember if it was Bob Newhart or the Newhart show. The second one he did in the 80s yeah, where, yeah, where he was the innkeeper. And the the last episode was basically brilliant. Uh, they woke up in bed and in the second episode, the, the second series has been a dream. And he was right. Still, he wakes up in bed yeah. with the wife from the first series. Yeah, so brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But you know, I mean, Kiss may not be that clever, but they're they know how to throw a party. And my hope is that this is the show that ends all shows for Kiss, and really is a, a spectacular event for anyone who's lucky enough to go see it. Well, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a new segment on the show. Things I don't know to be true, but I believe it to be true. I think yeah. that we're going to see some sort of, and it would be a kissed opportunity if it doesn't happen, that there wouldn't be a pay-per-view and or a uh, some sort of album and DVD and everything. Now, people say, are yeah, you, but, yeah, but we... Can, are yeah. you going to buy it? Yeah, I was just going to mention that. But, you know, <laughs> what about the Dubai thing? Well, that was just a shit storm. Like, yes. First of all, it's that, that is one of the worst times I've ever seen Kiss in my life. That is my least favorite Kiss show I ever saw was the Dubai wow. thing. Seriously. It uh, was them getting zero reaction from a crowd that may have been there, you know. Mm-hmm. But like the, the Darkness, the band, the Darkness, yes, uh, yep. they did a COVID show that was supposed to be, from what I understand, a live with an audience thing. But it was it was done uh, in between that time where things were opening back up and then they closed back down again. So they just went with it. They just did a live show. Right. And the lead singer, Justin Hawkins, walks up to the camera and like whenever he wants you to sing Black Shuck back to him, he'll point it at the, the microphone at the camera. And he has conversation with the audience. That's us sitting at home. You know, I would have almost rather that than like just acting like you're full blown concert mode. Like, like they both acted like they were doing a full blown concert, but Mm -hmm. one just felt like this is what this is a clever way to do it. And this is like a desperate way to do it. Well, kiss, kiss without an audience is weird. I, I, uh, I will say that it, uh, it didn't bother me like it bothered you. I, it felt it was weird. 
It wasn't. Yeah, but everything felt weird then. I mean, I was washing my groceries for a while. You know, I was all the things that we thought we were hopefully helping things. That's actually why I love the Dubai show, uh, because it's exactly what I mean. Kiss did a a socially distant COVID-19 era Kiss concert with all the bells and whistles and and more and broke a world record for explosions or pyro at a time when how wonderful anyway go on at a time when we couldn't enjoy those things uh they still did it and i thought that was sweet and it was great to be together with yeah. you and with other people that i was not in the same living room with it was but great it was, weird. it was great that it was like you know hey here we are it was it was nice mm. it was strange watching a kiss concert that was happening at like whatever time i think it was like one in the afternoon for me right with lyrics that were heavily edited for a regressive oppressive yeah 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 seriously that's neither here nor there the the fact matter is that was my least favorite time Mm -hmm. of seeing kiss but Mm -hmm. like i said in my new segment i don't know it to be true but i believe it to be true i believe that we will have some sort of documentation of this show now here comes the big question We've seen the dates. They've been announced. Gary, Mm -hmm. you've expressed a desire to see them on December 2nd at Madison Square Garden. Well, I can express a desire for a lot of things. Right. Like, I always wanted all of Charlie's Angels past and present to be the way that I perish. I want them to, Mm -hmm. you know, if if they were into that. And I'm not talking about zombie uh, Farrah Fawcett. You know, it would be at her prime. You know, anyway, but, you know, I that that may never happen. So probably it probably won't. But Mm -hmm. so you want to go see Kiss at Madison Square Garden on the last date. But I have sad news for every Kiss fan out there that wants the same thing. Every other Kiss fan in the world wants that, too. And there's only so much supply and so much demand. uh, And those things you're going to be screwed on this one, I think. Uh, And we're going to find out very soon what those prices are going to be and what those prices will turn into. Uh, a friend of mine, Tracy Yashulis, was talking about seeing Cheap Trick. And because she's in the Cheap Trick uh, club or whatever, you know, like there's the Kiss Army, they have their thing uh-huh. too. Tickets were $75 for front row and then like, uh, you know, 58 for row three and so on and so forth. And then Ticketmaster got a hold of them. The same tickets after the pre-sale, the same tickets were like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars more crap and so it's just it's going to be sad for a lot of people that will find themselves priced out of the experience yeah i i'm okay not being there and i will have lots and lots of uh fomo right fear of missing out i'll have lots of um envy i'll have lots of um, I don't know. I, sadness, it may be a little strong. I'll be sad, actually. Yeah, I'll be sad. But but I'll, I will have longing to be there, even though probably I don't think I will. You know, I don't think I don't think we can, right? I think that um, there'll be a lot of uh, th- there's probably going to be a lot of privilege wrapped up in being able to get those. And I'm not saying a political thing. I'm just saying the privilege of getting there first or of having the the money to enough money down. to out buy somebody basically I, I mean it's all going to go to the scalpers first and then it's going to um 
I mean, this is not 1983 Return of the Jedi where you can camp out for tickets or whatever, right? Like that's done. I I I lined up in 1996 to get tickets, right? Like in person in a physical location, gone, right? These tickets are going to be gone and then they're going to be sold for astronomical prices. And that, and I live in California. The airfare alone is a disincentive, right? I don't like flying and flying in December doesn't really sound great to me either. I think there's, that should be a song flying in December. Yeah. I love it. We should write write that song. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jinx. It sounds like a Coldplay song. How dare you? Anything that Ken Mills writes would probably not sound like a Coldplay song. How dare you, sir? Um, Nothing against Coldplay and their legion, the cold, the Coldplay army. Nothing uh-huh. against them. But uh, so uh, it, I think they're called Coldplayers. Oh, Coldplayers! There you go. See, I'm not hip like you. So, okay. so it's it's going to be kind of sad in a lot of ways. Bittersweet is one phrase. You know what I mean? Like okay. I know our very good friend Matt Porter. He just he's not taking this very well. You know that there's going to be a time when this thing that roam the earth is not going to be there and he's you know he he said he made a post something that like this has been a constant in my life yeah i mean i'm paraphrasing i'm not quoting you know but basically this has been a, a constant in all of our lives people that are listening to the podcast nine times out of ten this is a thing you know this mm-hmm. is there's probably been the the amount of time like i found kiss in 1975 you know, I was, I, w- I was 12 or 13. So I've definitely lived longer than 12 or 13 at this point. There's more years in the, Hey, I've been a kiss fan than the, Hey, I don't know what that means. You know? Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm so old that the word kiss used to mean something you did with someone you liked a lot. I'm so old. How old are you? I'm so old. Uh, I, I uh, don't remember not knowing who Kiss are. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, because you were a kid. Yeah, you were younger than that, so it was always an ongoing thing, similar to the Beatles with me. More or less, yeah. Like yeah. I was born in '63, the Beatles became a big thing in America in '64, so it was just a thing. Yeah, awesome. So, you know, it's always been for you. It's just always been for you. And it's always been for Matt Porter. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just a, you, you have that bank where you've, you've been a fan of this band the more than you, you know, anything else in your life. In a way, for many Kiss fans or Monkees fans or Cheap Trick fans or whatever Coldplay fans, uh, it, it's probably, it's, it's pro- yeah, the Coldplay is, uh, it's probably one of the longest running relationships in your life when you think about it, because Absolutely. it's always been there. Yeah. I, I, I'm, you know, I, the, the number of ways that this band has had a positive influence on me, um, for all the things that I think are kind of negative about some of their behaviors, right. Mm-hmm. The num- the number of ways that this band has had a positive impact on my life, uh, can't be listed comfortably inside of a podcast. Though we will do that. Let's do that. Uh, the the top 10 ways KISS has affected top our lives. 10? Yeah, I think that would be a good... Uh, we could both dip, put... We could both put seven in a in a list. And the repeats yeah. will take those... You know, it'll only count as one. 
but I think that would be a good episode. So let's let's plan on that. Okay. So Kiss has now made this announcement. Whether you're going to be able to see Kiss at Madison Square Garden, uh, which seems to be the main the main goal for everybody, you know what I mean? And you mm-hmm. you expressed online that you hope to get there. You just hope that there wouldn't be a third date at it at Madison Square Garden. Well, that's just it, isn't it? Yeah. Right? But I I hate that kind of thinking because, like, well, you asked me a question this morning when we were talking. What, what was the first question you asked me? Why am um, I wearing are, that? Are no, you no, clothed? No, no. It was it was about this. What was? It? Are you going to go? And I said no. And there's people out there that are probably going to hear that and go gasp and guffaw. You know, the reaction to the reaction of the reaction. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, is that I said goodbye to Kiss in Memphis. I stared up at the ceiling. I had my moment of communion. I thought about the people, the Kiss fans that I knew along the way. My uncle who took me to see Kiss. I saw the lights from the cell phones and the lighters. And it was a, a night of a thousand stars in that yeah. venue. And I thought about everybody that I ever was in a car with, whether we were driving through the snow and they come on the radio and say, Ace Fraley's not playing tonight. It's Vinnie Vincent. Uh, to the time that on Animalize when we made fake backstage passes and got there. And I think of Branton and I think of everybody and all these people that we knew in my life, the people we saw them in Erie, we saw them in Dayton, we saw them in Columbus, we saw them in, uh, uh, Washington, DC, you know what I mean? I, I was there with those people. I have a list on my phone that is just folks who wouldn't have seen Kiss were it not for me. And it's a long list of names. Yes. It right. Is. And, and I, I, I got to tell you, I don't I don't talk to many of these folks anymore, nor are any of them sending me messages saying, thank you so much. You've changed my life by taking me to a Kiss concert. But it's a long list of people. And, and most of them left smiling and yeah. uh and they shared like this journey with me, at least um, if nothing more than just the moral support of holding me upright when the curtain went down and I thought I would pass out and lose my mind, you know, uh, in 96. Right. Or uh, in 92, the first time I got to see them live after being a fan for years. I mean, think about this. Our families are Kiss fans. Your well. your parents your your parents who lovingly have adopted me and they think that I'm probably the best of the the boys yeah. in your family at this point I I'm I'm the number one kid let's let's be honest Gary I, I don't when know my parents you. say we have two sons and a good son uh, a third good son right yeah, they're they're talking me. about you it, yeah hey uh it, it, it the I took my kids to see Kiss in 2019 when this end of the road tour started and it was glorious you know just to stand in the crowd in a sold out uh, arena right see i'm not the only one kids <laughs> right like, i wasn't lying this isn't just my weird trip and it was glorious to share that with them and i mean there are so many so many incredible magical memories associated with this band not least of all and of course uh is you right M- meeting you uh this podcast partnership and dear friendship that I cherished that started almost 20 years ago, 20 years ago, probably at this point. Uh, it's crazy. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, those things I don't take for granted. Um, 
I, similar to your staring up at the ceiling story, this wasn't on a this was before any farewell tour happened. But I remember taking my my brother, who is who was 11 at the time and I was 22 to his first concert, which was his first kiss concert uh, at Madison at Meadowlands in 1998. And when they sang uh, King of the Nighttime World and they said, ain't you glad we, we got the time. I, I, that resonated with me in a really deep way. Just like, I'm glad we got this time. I'm glad I got to share this with my brother. I'm glad that I'm I had all so these moments. glad we had this time together. Memories a little, a little, a little not heart tugging, but ear tugging with the Carol Burnett there. Um, that was great. Yes. Yeah. So here we are. Uh, there's a part of me that wants to go see Kiss forever. But there's a part of me that knows that I've done it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, part of that is because I feel like I'm nothing but cattle anymore. I don't feel like I matter uh, to the concert industry. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I mean anything but a dollar sign. And it's probably always been that way. But it didn't always feel that way. Exactly. Well, it didn't feel that way again when you could walk into a Ticketron outlet or whatever. Which right? sounds like a cool robot. Out of all the robots we've known, Ticketron was cool. Yeah. Because yeah. he always dispensed, would you like to see Van Halen? <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to the ticket master who rules all and steals all. And owns all. <laughs> Sits on a, a gilded throne. With a um, 365 deal that they get everything and own everything. Yeah. No, Ticketron is, is good. Yeah. He's I good am rope. Ticketron. I'd like to see Coldplay. Did you mean Kiss? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It's like really hitting on Coldplay today. I'm sorry, all the Coldplay all Coldplay is. <laughs> the, the, the enthusiast of the Coldplay. Uh, but but yeah, so that's that's one of the reasons. And I feel I've done it, you know. I'm not mm-hmm. going to top the Destroyer tour. I'm not even going to top Creatures of the Night tour. I'm not even going to the Lick It Up or Dynasty or Dynasty, you know, yeah, whatever, or I, Asylum I, or I, whatever. I think we know it's not about that. It isn't right, about right. that. Right. This is a here's what this is about, and we were talking about this earlier. There's a very long conversation. Excuse me. There's a very long conversation to be had, and time will tell what happens, right? But there's a long conversation to be had about farewell schmarewell about 2000 about 2001 about paul at a car wash about the 2003 symphony and ensuing tours and lineup changes and so on and so forth there's a there's a whole like you said semantics or semantics right gene simmons antics semantics yeah gene gene simmons antics yes right there's a semantics conversation to be had about whether or not they ever announced a last concert. And I stand firmly in the camp of, no, they never said this this concert on this date is the last one of this last tour. They Even said, though they were serious as a heart attack, we're not kidding. This tour. is it. This is the yes. last, this is it. Last tour. Uh, so, so are you saying that that last tour has is still going on and will end? I'm saying that shows, that, that television shows that end, or like get canceled or get discontinued 
they have a last episode, but do not necessarily have a finale. And I and we know that the farewell tour wound up, wound up having a last episode in New Zealand in 2001. It did not have a, a finale. It did not have a concert where they said we this was intended and planned to be the last show of this our farewell tour. It dragged on. A you know Peter uh-huh. left and Ace dropped yeah. out and this mm-hmm. and that happened. Okay, yeah. but but there's a there's a distinct possibility. That on December 2nd, if they don't add an additional date by popular demand, on December 2nd uh, at Madison Square Garden, that'll be it, right? There's a possibility that that'll be it, that we will see this moment. Yes, but there was a possibility that the farewell tour was the farewell tour. Now, listen, listen, hold on. Right, but no, wait, I, hang on. No, I need I'm to say this. People, I need to. For people who were there on December 2nd, what they might be witnessing, very, very likely might be witnessing. The, the, the end of it. The end, like the last time that Gene and Paul share a stage together as a touring entity, as Kiss, uh, whatever hugs, whatever tears, whatever, like whatever it's like the last time they get up to the mic and sing rock and roll all night. And Paul smashes a guitar and says, we love you. Good night. Curtain, you know, lights go out. That's that's it. Right. I have no problem with someone changing their mind. So if they come back a year from now and saying, it just felt so good. Plus it's our 50th, you know, the end of the, yeah, we say goodbye to the end of the road. The road came to an end. Right. And now it's, it's 50. Yeah. You know, now it's 50. We're going to do 50 dates in 50. Well, right. They, they, they play shows on boats, right. And that's not a road. So they could easily say, well, we're it's we're not on the road. We're on the the high seas, right? There's so many ways that they could work around this. They could do whatever the fuck. They could do fifty and fifty. They could do whatever right. the fuck they want. But I'll tell you that when, just as we had heard, you know, that that kiss is over. This is the new kiss, and then it became the old kiss became new again. And when they did the farewell tour, I went to every one of those tours that I could to say goodbye. And then they came back. I didn't say I hated that. I'm just saying that it just kind of didn't leave the best feeling. No, for me. It, tire, it tires you out. Emotionally yeah, there's kind of like, you know, how many times do I say goodbye, right? Like, this is going to sound really horrible. Uh, when my grandmother was in really bad shape. Mm-hmm. We were called in so many times to say goodbye to her. And I, I just remember saying to her, like, just cut the crap, Graham. Just, <laughs> just you know, you, you just want attention or something. I, this right. was, she was, you know, laughing back at me, yeah. but I said, you know, here we go again. And <laughs> how many yeah. times were you going to yeah. do this? You know? And it wasn't that I wanted her to leave. And she lived long after that. But it was just, you know, it took a toll gathering the family. It took a toll getting together to say goodbye. And then here right. we go again, you know, and you were grateful for those chances. Well, it also but it, just reminds me of like when you've said goodbye to someone on the first floor and then and then you discover, oh, oh, I guess we're both taking the elevator. OK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OK, we'll see. Ya. Oh, well, look, we're parked by one another. Oh. This is creepy now. Um, yeah. 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 Awkward, right? Bad date theater will be back after these messages. Right. Oh, God. And, and, and listen, you know, 
it, it may be that the show of shows, the night of nights, the end of kiss as we know it. And maybe they'll have Ace and Peter come out and maybe we'll see something truly different and spectacular. And maybe there will be moments that will never ever, you know, no moment ever happens again, but like maybe there, this will really be the, the end of it. Something special. And, yeah. And, and kudos to everybody who gets to go to that. I don't know that I'm even going to attempt to my dear, dear wife. When I told her about it, she had a one word response, which was go. And I love, I love her. And, and I love that she said that I, I just, that's a lot of money to, to spend on airfare. I hate flying. It's in December. Like I, I hate, I hate that. And then if it was a car trip, maybe I would consider it, but there is that part of me that is like, like you, where I'm like, this is a big emotional investment. Never mind the money for something that may not like they may add another date or dates or tour or whatever, or, or residency or something. Right. Yeah. So, you know, there's something we haven't talked about. What is going to make this any different than the last five shows that they've done? I don't think anything. Like, I've seen people say, well, are they going to get different costumes? Are they going to bring the Destroyer oh. costumes out? Are they going to do this? There's no reason, there's no incentive for Kiss to do anything other than what they've done. There's one reason to get uh, old, old co uh, costumes out. Can you guess what I'm going to say? No. The one reason I could think of to put on something like the the revamped Destroyer costumes that they wore in like 98, 2000, and, right? The one reason I could think of is if they were going to pull a big thing where Ace and Peter come out and then play the last song together, the four of them, which I kind of hope they do, um, that it would be really, it would be weird to have uh, Ace and Peter in street clothes and no makeup or in, you know, 70s costumes where Gene and Paul are, I mean, whatever, they could do whatever they want. But to have them all with the one unified look would be cool. My weird fantasy thing is that they play the show, they go backstage, project a little movie about history. Meanwhile, uh, they keep the makeup on and put on suits like Dress to Kill. Peter and Ace put on suits like Dress to Kill and makeup. And the four of them come out. They do Beth. They do Rock and Roll All Night. Goodbye, Kiss. What about Bruce Kulick? What, br have Bruce Kulick come out for one song, right? Have him come out and do, they could do... Crazy uh, Nights. Tears Are Falling, Crazy Nights. There you right? go. Something like Either that. one. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be fantastic, right? I don't see Vinny being involved. Maybe... Well, wait, That's hold okay. on, hold on. I can see how it can happen. He'll at the, you know, where Paul would have his second stage where he does as made for love. And he, just behind that is a smaller <laughs> version of a tank. And on that, Vinny would stand and they wouldn't plug his guitar in. I mean, stranger things have happened. Mm -hmm. That would be very <laughs> uncomfortable. But Vinny, but Vinny would hear himself on his monitor. Yes. But it's not hooked to the main PA. Am I wrong in thinking that the Creatures box set, the, the live compilation yes. recording, they did not include Vinny solo? It seemed like it was Vinny light. Like back in 1978, you'd, you could get like 
right. you know, yeah. soda and salad dressings. And I don't know, is light still a thing? You L-I-T-E. Know? Yes, I think there are things that are like that. But I, I don't but now know everything's I was keto. just listening to it. And I don't remember like the when. Anyway, neither here nor there. It's still a good box set. Uh, it's a great I, box set, but it does seem to be Vinny Light. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I don't see. I could see Ace and Peter coming out. Um, I can't, but you don't we'll think so? That. No. First no. off, there is no reason for Kiss to change anything that they've done. I think at the most you're going to get a new video montage. You know, this is right. this is our this history. Is this is us. You are here. You are part of our history. We're a part of yours. You know that sort of the old tug at the hearts. You know, but I don't think that you're going to get. Like there's not going to be an empty drum set set up, an Eric Carr drum set with an orange light down on it. That's not going to happen. There's not going to be a Mark St. John tribute. There's not going to be a Vinnie Vincent section. And sadly, I don't even think that Bruce is going to. And I, God, I hope I'm wrong. I want to be wrong about this. But past right. behavior is often an indicator yes. of future behavior. And since there is, they Kiss has not have Kiss has not had a horrible time selling tickets on this no. last jaunt, shall we say, over the what five years it's been going on. Now, <laughs> right. You know, and some of that's because of COVID. But it's not like they were, you know, they they may not have sold out every venue, but it looked good. You know what I mean? They did fine. It was a wonderful making yeah. money thing. They sold it's- more importantly, they sold T shirts and merch and stuff like that as well because yeah. that's what they do so not you know slagging out but there's no reason for kiss to change anything about what they're doing it could be the same pods and the same stuff on the screen and the same same everything the same the same vocal performance the same everything yeah yeah uh, it, and it, you know, I think you'll have some sort of a speech about how important this is, and this is where we are at this time, and thank you for being part of it, and this is a sacred place to us, and you are, you know, we don't take you lightly. Whatever the nice things that they're going to say, can but I see? I, like, I don't yeah, see I, any reason to change costumes. I don't see anyone appearing on that stage. Can I ask you a silly question? It's not silly. Yes, anyone can that's you... not in the the band. No, I, I I think you might be right. They, this is such a. I mean, look, this this lineup has been the longest Kiss lineup, you know, and not the least productive, right? There there are other lineups that certainly made less original music, right? The Animalize lineup made almost an album, um, right? The the Peter and Tommy lineup made a live, a live record, album, yeah, right. Um, and then there's Six Man Kiss that made the one album. That was very good. Ace and Eric Singer d- didn't make any record. Well, they made a Until live thing. off the yeah. soundboard. Right. Um, it, I, I, my question, my silly question is how is Gene actually going to sing rock and roll night for the last time? Like that's a sentimental dude. How is he going to choke those lyrics? I'm sure out? that I don't think, I think at that, by that point it won't be, it won't be the sadness. It'll be the celebration. I think, I think at that point, I hope, I mean, I hope it's both right. I hope, right. I hope. Yeah. But nobody wants to see some guys blubbering as his makeup runs. I'm so sad about rock and roll all night. 
party every day you know nobody wants that party no more days because we want to hear the song one last time you know mm-hmm. plus it's going to be probably filmed and you know you don't want to be a schmucklehead you want to you want to make sure that you deliver so there will be there's going to be so much um scrutiny about you know who's arriving at the venue right like ooh you know the day before kiss were in a, a studio and Ace was there, or Peter was there, or Bruce showed up, or this one or that one. Or, like you said, maybe none of that. You're maybe not going to get any of that. I hope I'm wrong. I want people to be able to say, Ken Mills goosed it on that one. He just totally cracked that egg. He was wrong. He was wrong. I want that. I want that. Yeah. Uh, I want this to be special. I want yeah. this to be something. I mean, the truth is it's going to be special either way, because uh, the performance I saw in 2019, the one I saw in 2020... They were lovely. Those were great concerts. Hey, this... I watched I watched the Stern uh, videos that are out the the con- the, mm-hmm. the ones where they're doing the songs, and it was great to see them having fun. I didn't care for everything in the interviews, by the way, mm-hmm. but that's a separate show. We can discuss that later. Some things that actually were kind of hurtful and not needed, and uh, you know, all I can say is this about that: time is short, fellas. Uh-huh. Well, this is one of those thank God for YouTube things, right? Because uh, I can hear interviews with George, Ringo, and Paul, and even John, where they talk about like, yeah, Paul and I got together and hung out the other day, you know, and uh, uh-huh. this was before John was murdered. Uh-huh. And they realized that, and they're still, you know, Paul and Ringo are still doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. By the way, Ringo, when did he become the best looking Beatle at this point? Because Paul's let his hair be natural colored and he's got mm-hmm. a scruffy beard, which makes him look like, like when you see a picture of Ringo and Paul, like they're at some book opening or some mm-hmm. movie opening or whatever. And it looks like Ringo's like, who let this, this homeless bum in, you know, this, 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 this guy. <laughs> this it's weird. Guy it's weird too, because when you, when you, when you look at Paul's granddad, He's very clean. Very clean. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, you know, you, you know, who 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 let in this ruffian? You know what I mean? <laughs> who let in yeah. this vagrant? And, but it's weird because you see Ringo is now the good-looking one. He's now the cute one and he looks vital and healthy and God bless Mar- him. 80... Marge Simpson was right. Marge Simpson was on point. But you Ringo. know, but but you know, people give him crap for his message being peace and love, but I can't think of a better thing to leave everybody. So, Oh, absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm grateful for the, um, the, the, the generosity and, and appreciation that is being exchanged between Gene and Paul. I do wish there was that level of, um, goes beyond the two of them. Yeah. I think when push comes to shove at the end of the day, you know, there, there, there may be some, uh, some olive branches or building, mending of, of fences or whatever the thing is. I, I that's my hope and prediction. I, I was very happy that Pink Floyd performed their final show in 2005. Uh, that one-off performance for yeah. charity played like four or five songs with that classic yeah. four guys lineup. Um, it has since so incredibly deteriorated i mean we lost rick wright genius right. keyboard player um 
Nick Mason, just like Ringo, right? The drummer, always the nice one, I guess. Uh, Nick is uh, just a lovely guy, doesn't want any trouble. But God, it has deteriorated. Be, I mean, to the point where I just can't imagine repair, and I don't, I don't see the point. And you don't want it at this point. I, I mean, mean, it's over, right? It, they I, they ended it the right way. To me, here's my Pink Floyd reunion. They call up one another and say, "Yeah, approve that album." You know, we did something cool, guys. They can't even. Yeah, that's just that's like, what I want for Kiss too. You know, but we've you, always by the way, wanted have you that. Read any of that crap? The like, yes, all the stuff of, yeah, unbelievable, yeah. like brutal brutal just brutal so i mean in some ways i read that and i think our lucky star is like all we have are paul's like crappy snippy remarks uh like little passive aggressive insults without i'm not going to name names kind of stuff right thank goodness that's all we have because boy it could be even worse yeah but it, it it hurts me that's not great it's not great seriously it it, it hurts me as a fan yeah. Yeah, And like, I know some people that for them, their kiss has always been Tommy and Eric and that's cool. I, I don't slag that at all. Right. And we don't like when people talk trash about that either. Right. But Tommy and Eric didn't build this. They've kept it going. No, but they didn't build this. And that's why, you know, perhaps against hope, I hope to see some appearance by ace and or peter but ace and peter really can i say something real quick because i am yeah. not on peter chris's side i'm not on ace fraley's side i am not on paul stanley's side and i'm not on gene simmons side i'm not against the new guys i'm not against anybody that's been in the band for the most part you know it's 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 not like that what i'm saying when i say they didn't build it it took it took beyond four guys to build it. It was Sean Delaney and Bill O'Coin and J.R. Smalling, J.R. Smalling, Mick Campisi, everyone. Mm -hmm. It took a, the old saying, it takes a village, right? So it took a, a kiss army before there was a kiss army. It took mm -hmm. people like Bill Starkey and those cats, you know, all mm -hmm. those guys. It, it took a lot of people for kiss to become what kiss became. Mm -hmm. And it, so it, that grouchy like, guy on the back cover of Alive, whose girlfriend is like, "Come on, it'll be fun." Oh, he looks like such a douche nozzle, doesn't he? <laughs> he looks I like love that guy. Man, I'm here for Mahogany Rush. What is this bullshit? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, but it, no, you're right. It's it's uh, one would think, but that it could be a celebration of all those people. But you know, probably in 1996, that's what we had, right? Like. When when people say oh, 2000 was my farewell, okay, I actually, I buy that, right? That was the lineup that started it. For them, that's the lineup that ended it. I understand that. I get that. I mean, that was, that was a reunion of the whole thing. It wasn't just those four guys. It was the whole operation, right? So you had, you had all those behind-the-scenes people coming out in droves. Yeah, but then being... you got the next generation was chucked to the side. You know, it's like there's Star sure. Trek and then there's Star Trek, the next generation. Right. Uh, Mark St. John, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Eric Carr, Eric Singer were the next generation. So that's why. And we haven't talked about this on the show yet, but that's why I'm very glad that we're getting a uh, the next off the soundboard is this incredible. I know. Incredible release that has uh, Mark St. John on it. Holy smokes! I didn't know that that thing. No existed. one saw that coming. You know? No, and, and it's it, weird because I have a, a there's a friend I have who's very uh, critical of buying music that you don't like because he says a lot of people 
will buy an album that they don't necessarily like mm. because I call it the, the 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 messed up smile or the busted tooth configuration. Like I hated the third Dark Knight Batman movie. I hated it. I mean, with a passion. I was sitting in the theater going, when is this going to be over? I wow. hate this movie. And Christmas when it came out, I had to buy it to put it in the slot. Back when I used to have a shelf. Right. You know, that I needed that to fix it's that. Cause other, yeah, because otherwise it looked like a, a broken, smiling set of teeth. You know, right. where's, where's right. that one? Right. Yeah. But you're saying that this uh, off the soundboard doesn't feel like that. Like it won't. It, this one is one I would say you'd be happy. It might be a complete piece of trash. It might be the shittiest sounding lineup of Kiss ever. It may be the best sounding. I'm making no judgments. I'm just saying that my reason for purchasing it has nothing to do with how good it sounds. It's, oh, really? It's because of its historical. Oh, 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 oh. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But you're not saying this is one that I'm just buying because I have to because it's Christmas and I need to complete the collection, right? This is one I, I feel like I'm rushing to get. Right. Well, I understand that. I'm just saying that at its worst, it's one that I won't listen to too often. Mm. At its best, it'll be a cherished part of my collection. It's already interesting to me. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, I well, I, the, they've released, I think, two songs so far on iTunes. or yeah. I heard the first one, and it's really sloppy, but I love the sloppy at the same time. It's because it's so interesting. You, it, yeah. It, it sounds like what it is, which is a guy who hasn't played with this band very much, but clearly has listened to the songs and knows how to play guitar. It is sloppy. Yeah. And it's interesting. It's it's cool Paul's that it's all sloppy. over the map. You know, all over the map with the lyrics and just yeah. yeah it's 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 really going to be a cool thing to listen to. I think. Yeah, I think that yeah. that's going to be fun. Like, I. I when when I converted everything over to MP3s, right? I made sure to take the time to put live, so that if I do a search for Black Diamond, this is the album version from 1973. This is the live version from Alive. This is so I put little you know notifications on it. So this off the uh, soundboard is like ruining my my whole thing because live just doesn't cut it anymore you know what i mean so how right. long am i going to make my file name you know what i'm saying but yeah oh, anyway but it it um you know i would maybe put the the year you know live 1984 that would right. give me some indicator without because it's not like i'm changing the artist's name <laughs> no no you're not well and, and, and i'll tell you what it, it it i mean back to the point is that it 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 gives love to the folks who were sidelined, right? You know, it's um it's nice to have some appreciation for the uh, non makeup nineteen eighties kiss uh, that so many of us adored when that was happening. Agreed. So predictors are the the Ken's prediction. I believe that it will probably be filmed. I believe it will probably be recorded. Yeah. Whether there'll be a Blu-ray or a digital release or whatever, I don't know. Does a record company get behind it at this point? Because if not, what becomes of it? You know what I mean? Uh, we know that Kiss is doing the off-the-soundboard stuff, but they still haven't done the Kiss Video Club, which we've been talking about uh, since like the first time you and I spoke, I think. you know, Most visual band in, in, in rock and roll history. Where are the videos? Yeah. So, so there's that. 
that that's another thing. Like for example, I I've always had a thing with uh, Debbie Harry of Blondie, right? Oh, have you? What a yeah. lucky man. Well, her and Chrissy Hind, and you know, they all yeah. wanted me to take them to my prom, but yeah, yeah, I didn't know how to break it. Stop calling you, you yeah, already. I, you know, so I've always had this thing with Blondie, and I was going through some CDs, and I have actually right here. This is a CD of uh, Eat to the Beat, mm. and it came with a their video album from eat to the beat which was on ced and video cassette and stuff back in the day that's terrific and now i have that here and that's how you're supposed to do this here's another cd it came with blondie's greatest hits this one is called vision and guess what it's got stuff that was on the other one that this other one i'm tapping and then there's this one i'm tapping right so I've, we... I've got the greatest so on dvd right we talked about this. Why? Why? I, I'm, I'm cutting you off. I'm sorry. But but are you if you're going to say what I think you're going to say, like, why don't these box sets, these like 40th, 40th, 5th anniversary, yeah, whatever, these, you, right? would, you would think, where's the DVD or the Blu-ray? Like, what's up? But here's the other side of it. Because I can download from YouTube, this is pointless at this point because now they've been remastered in 1080p and look great. So I can make my own digital version of this. Mm -hmm. Let me put this back on the shelf. There we go. Because I'm like, back on the shelf. Is that another song we're gonna write? Somebody uh, else. flying in December and put it back on the shelf. Put it back on the shelf. That'd be an A Somebody song. Somebody else. Just put it back on the shelf. Oh no, it already is. I'm singing uh, "Save Your Love." Yeah, but I'm saying that it could be a new song about, you know. Smoke and mirrors. <laughs> Great. We we got to release that episode, by the way. Uh, yeah. We will. We will. But um, anyway, so some things that I believe to be true is that I don't think we'll see many changes. I don't think we'll get new costumes. Mm -mm. I do not think that December 2nd will be the final show because if they they sell out and there's a chance to get a third hit might be the third i don't know we'll find out but on the other hand i wouldn't be surprised if it might be so locked in that madison square garden's not available for to extend right hey kiss i we look we know that you guys listen to religiously to every episode of podcast and have done even when we had clown these are the called illusions of grandeur. Go on. Yeah. Yes. You really appreciated the the audio dramas that we did, like when we were inside of when we got Jean's wig, met Jean's wig, and all that. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because we know you're listening. Don't. Hey, listen. Don't 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 fuck this up. Don't add another date. Just make it. Make make this it. We love you, and we want it to continue forever. And. We don't want it to continue forever because that's ridiculous and that's not how time works. I'm so, not going to continue forever. I know that. Much. Yeah. It, it would be really grand for, especially for all those folks who take out a second mortgage to buy that December 2nd ticket. It would be just super nice if you could not screw those people over by adding an additional show afterwards. Thank you. And this that is my, was an editorial this is my sexy voice. <laughs> from Gary Schaller. 
but I, I believe that it will be documented somehow, some way, whether that, how that works out, I don't know, because it's going to be 2024 before we get it, you know, whether it's just a pay-per-view or whatever. But uh, hopefully there'll be something that we can, you know, fill in that missing tooth that uh, there's something that represents. I don't think that we're going to get new costumes. I don't think we're going to get much of a varied set list. You might get one or two new songs. I think there'll be a new video thing, but I do not think we're going to see Bruce Kulick, Peter Chris, or Ace Fraley. And I hope to God I'm wrong, but you know, it's weird that I don't even consider Vinnie Vincent part of the equation at this point, but I think he's made it that way. Yeah. There's only so many ways you can drive a wedge. 50 ways to love your lever. <laughs> Great. Muppets? Right? Wasn't that a, a Muppets joke? Like he made that joke on the Muppet show, I think. Yeah, it might have been. I don't remember. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I great. just know it's stuck in my head, you know. Out I of think all the gonna... things to remember, because, you know, I don't need to remember the last time that I did this important thing that I've forgotten, but. Every password that matters, but this this would <sighs> the worst. This thing, you remember? Um, I I am so looking forward to to finding out what happens. I mean, I'm very. I am I am to the yeah. point with passwords that, like, you know, when you had your passwords back, like in 1998, and uh, the internet typewriters and all that, that like I can now use those passwords again. It's been so long that, like, you know, no, that has some of your old password <laughs> in it. You can't use that anymore. It's this now one's fresh the, and brand new. Yeah. So now, so I'm so old that my passwords are, are coming back. So I'm so old. My age spots have age spots. Yeah. Do you remember when you would get the internet, but they'd send a disc? Of course. And they used to send like really good DVD and CD cases. And I'm like, well, I'm keeping that shit. You know what I mean? And then eventually it's just, they just send you a cardboard flyer. And it, and Stupid bastards. America online. Yeah. Anyway. So I don't think we're going to see anything different than what we've seen that's going to really add up to like, Oh, like, I, like for example, this last bit, we saw those kiss statues, quote unquote, the, the right. balloons that look like they're statues. Yeah. But that's no reason to go like, Oh well, shit, I've got to see those balloons. You know what I mean? Right. Right. That's not, Oh, what? There's fire during this song. No, yeah. Or that they added um, the, the cats to the drum riser. Yeah, which right. is cool. That's Very great. Cool. Very but, cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't. I, I'm also. You know, here's something that I don't think people are talking much about. It is also. It would also be the last Kiss concert for Tommy and Eric, right? These guys, Ace and Peter, started it with them. That that that's true. And Tommy and Eric have been. This lineup has been almost twenty years. It's been what Kiss has been. Um, it's got to be a big deal for those guys, right? Th like, this is a pretty solid lineup that has gotten along at least well enough to make two very good records and tour almost constantly for 20 years, right? Props to this lineup, and and I hope it's a cool night for them as well. I think it will be. Yeah. <sighs> so here we are, a uh, place that we've... Again, at the beginning of the show, I said that there's been these sentiments expressed by the KISS Army and by us at some point, whether we wanted them to continue or not. And we never want this to end mm -hmm. on some level. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, I'm just tired, boss. 
<laughs> that has something to do with the fact of my age. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be announcing my farewell tour. And uh, Ooh, you know, grim. No, no. I'm going to live. I'm just not going to put up with people's bullshit. So you're not paying me enough, you know. Right. And, then, and then the guy at the car wash will say, hey. <sighs> Yeah, and I really star. liked you in, in 2000. I saw you. It was really great. Um, when's the next Ken tour? <laughs> Ken tour. Ken tour is actually a mythical beast from those uh, stop animation movies, the Ken tour. Ken tour is uh, Kal-El's second cousin <laughs> from Krypton. That could be. But I'm thinking like Minotaur. Uh, yeah, of course. Ken tour, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's you with a really hot horse body i don't think that's ever gonna be a thing yeah but either way it's entertainment so and rock and roll all night Mm -hmm. i think when i said that thing about the hot horse body i think all of the listeners who are furries which is all of the listeners yes all probably really enjoyed that actually hot Mm -hmm. and now it's time for our kiss uh mrsr is it what was it called asmr yeah. Can you hear that? I'm scratching my microphone. I'm smacking my lips. Kiss has announced the last tour dates on the Howard Stern Show, so let us know what you think about it on the social media. Get out your internet typewriters and let us know what you think. Are we about... now contractually obligated to make internet typewriter references during every episode of this, your podcast? Uh, I'm not sure about that. I just know that it usually comes up, you know. And things that usually And this come is up. where. Gene would make that in exposed where the snake, the, uh-huh. Uh-huh. the, the blow up snake. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, so there we are. So this was just a real, you know, the old who uh-huh. song quick one while he's away. Yeah, here we are. So let's get back here after they announce the uh, ticket prices uh-huh. and uh, we'll listen to the Stern show and we can talk about that. Does by that the sound? time, right. By the time you hear this episode, Right. By the time I get to Phoenix, she'll be rising. By the time I get to Phoenix, this episode will be up and people will realize. You'll have thrown your phone and or laptop across the room in a fit of desperate rage because you will or not lust. have gotten, Or lust. Um, at the thought of Ken with a horse's body. Because you will not have gotten to kiss tickets because nobody got that kind of money. Or... You will, because everyone like me and Ken is going to be like, I don't know, it's a lot of money and I'm not sure this is the last concert, right? And then all of us will just say, uh, and then there'll be tons, tons of seats available. Enjoy the and concert. And the car wash guy will see Paul. Hey, Paul, I saw on Twitter where you got a new pizza oven. By the way, when's the next tour? Mm-hmm. What kind of sauce do you use also when are you coming around? Yeah. All right. Well, this has been an episode of your podcast. We'd like to thank you for listening. I'm Gary Schaller. See, uh, yeah. <laughs> Asta la pasta. Asta la pasta. Keeping it with an Italian food theme. Right. You know, but uh, we'll see you all in the next episode of your podcast. It was good, good luck getting tickets, everybody. Yeah. Good luck. Have fun. Have fun. Listen to the Kiss Room and Kiss FAQ podcast. Yeah. And, and and Pasquale's Kiss Army Nation podcast as well. And, and uh, Stuck in Stony Brook, a podcast about the Babysitter's Club. Yeah. With my wife hosting it. Agreed. 
I think this was pretty good. I, I don't know that there's much editing that you would have to do with this. I, I, I didn't. All say I would anything. do is remove some hiss on my side. Hiss. Hiss. That's the name. Hiss. Your mic will sound insane. Hiss. If podcasting your game, it's hiss. I saw a tribute band back in like 2001 or two or three uh, called Parasite. And they, before they took the stage, they were great. Before they took the stage, they played audio of all those old ads, including the, the, that one from the Migo dolls. It was such a great way to pump up the audience. That's the kind of talk about your kiss opportunities. If, Kiss played that kind of shit before a concert. Wouldn't you be losing your mind? Wouldn't that be fun? Absolutely. It'd be fun. Well, I mean, the truth is what we should do no matter what, right? You and I are probably not going to go to that final concert in Madison Square Garden, and that's okay. But what would be cool, and we've been talking about this for a long time, is if we actually watched it together and did a commentary on it or something like, you know. Yeah, it's just finding the time and the bandwidth to do it. And I don't mean internet. I mean live bandwidth, you know. Yep. Like I record where I record in the house. And at any given time, it could have 20 other people here. <laughs> yeah. It must be really hard to poop in private. And that's what bathrooms are for. No, that's true. But, you know, with 20 other people. Well, I don't actually have 20 people here. It was an exaggeration. That's fair. All right. I'm glad we did this. This was fun. All right. Well, it is right. it is time for us to wrap up this episode of the podcast. As always, I'm Gary Schaller. And I'm Ken Mills. And uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Be good to yourself. And say good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. We'll see you. Bye. And that's our show. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at podcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and iTunes. And wherever podcasts can be found. If you'd like to contact the podcast, please drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. Big thanks to Julian and everyone at kissfaq.com. They've got great information there and an amazing message board too. Thanks also to Keith LaRue and everyone else at Kiss Online for their great work representing the hottest band in the land. And as always, a big thanks to Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Cure, Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and the memory of the late great Eric Carr, and the late great Mark St. John. You are KISS, and we are your army. Podcast is created by the KISS Army for the KISS Army, and it is available for free as an internet download. If you like what you hear on our show, go buy it and support the people who made it. Podcast is not affiliated with KISS or any of its members past or present. On behalf of myself, Ken Mills, and the whole rest of the Podcast family, thank you for listening to Podcast, the KISS fanzine for your ears. I was 17. You were just a dream? Uh... I was... 17, you were in my spleen. I had surgery. They took the spleen from me. Should have rhymed perjury somehow in there. It was perjury. I lied to fans, said farewell, and kept on touring. Ding, ding, dong, ding, dong. He was washing his car. He said, 
there you are. Hey, you're a rock star. When's the next tour? I said, I don't know for sure. But we kept on coming back with two other guys in the band. In the band. I said farewell and now I say it again. And I keep on touring. Keep on touring. The end of the road, it may never end. Because we'll keep on touring. Keep on touring. You know you're gonna buy those tickets again. And I'll keep on touring. Are you recording this? Yeah. Did you ever listen to the very end with the volume up? As the song fades right out, there's yeah. one, that one little, no one can make me feel like that last one. Yeah. So good. Oh, absolutely song. wonderful. God, what a great song. Yeah. It's one of my favorite songs of all of, all of Kiss songs. It's one of my oh, favorite God. songs. Yeah. yeah. It's a perfect, perfect piece of art. And I love that it doesn't sound like much else in their catalog. No, it really doesn't. Yeah. It's genius. That, that album is great. The album is really great. Uh, and I understand why it was not uh, initially as beloved. Well loved. Yeah, of course. 